We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Since the beginning of Weird Distractions, myself and former host Christy have offered bonus episodes in the month of October to celebrate the spookiness of the month and to count down to Halloween. Midweek Mini Spooks, being the mini series we created, is available on every Wednesday in October. This year, since it's the first time I will be embarking in this series alone, I figured I would discuss reportedly haunted locations within Ontario, Canada. Although Ontario is not necessarily dubbed as haunted as other places within this floating rock we call Earth, it definitely has many haunted locations spread across the province. Each episode will cover one picked location, discuss the history and the haunts to get you in the spooky spirit of October. This won't be a regular Weird Distractions episode. No discussing distractions, no housekeeping or updates, just spookiness. So lock your doors, light your fall scented candles, and curl up with your favorite blanket as I take you through ominous Ontario. Toronto, sometimes referred to as T-Dot or The Six, is also known as the birthplace of Drake, Dan Levy, and the home of the CN Tower. It's a city well known for its bustling growth and for being Ontario's capital. But did you know that it's also a reported haunt spot? That's right. Toronto apparently has some of the most haunted and historical locations in the country. Colonial settlement of the area has been documented as far back as 1750 which it may come to no surprise that over the years, the area has possessed such a reputation of being a paranormal investigator's ideal location to explore. One specific location within the city that contributes to its projected haunted reputation is the Old City Hall, located at 60 Queen Street West. Construction for the building was completed in 1899, and according to resources, the building was constructed of sandstone from the Credit River Valley, graystone from the Orangeville, Ontario area, and brownstone from New Brunswick. At one point in time, it was one of the largest buildings in Toronto and wore the title of being one of the largest civic buildings in North America. Even though the building was designed to be a large meeting place for the city's government members to meet, as time went on, the building ended up not being able to meet the needs of Toronto's growth. By the 1960s, a new city hall was proposed and eventually designed and built. Now that the old city hall was no longer in use, there were proposed plans to tear down the building and replace it with a retail complex. However, this idea was quickly demolished, and the former city hall reportedly became a dedicated courthouse. Although there are plans for a new courthouse to be built on 10 Armory Street in Toronto, the old city hall is protected as it was deemed a national historic site in 1984. Online rumors have also noted that the building at some point may become a museum with its focus on the history of the city. No matter what happens to the building, it seems as though there are the remnants of the past that will forever use the space as their internal home. 
There have been reported accounts of unexplained, borderline poltergeist activity from within the building. For example, according to the Toronto Ghost website, the rear staircase has had reported accounts of judges' robes being tugged on by an unseen force. In the same area, there have been reports of footsteps that cannot be accounted for by the living. In the cellars, where the Toronto Guest website noted was once a holding spot for prisoners waiting for their hearings, the living have reportedly heard the sounds of disembodied moans, as if someone is being held up there, dreading to hear what the judge has to say. Then there is courtroom 33. Referencing again from the Toronto Ghost website, there seems to be speculation that the last two individuals of Canada's former death row may still be lingering. In 1962, Robert Turpin and Arthur Lucas were reportedly the last Canadian sentenced to hang, and, allegedly, some think their final days may have been spent in this room. However, I can't verify this for certain. It seems, to me, uncertain specifically why the spirits of these individuals may be hanging around. Pun not intended. There have been reported accounts of weird mists and disembodied sounds heard from the courtroom, but nothing specifically tying them to being Robert or Arthur. Nonetheless, I want to walk back to the beginning of this segment when I mentioned what the building was built of, being various types of stone. Some believe that stone may act as a recording device for certain events in history that will manifest paranormal-like activity later on. This theory is called stone tape theory and was reportedly coined by Charles Babbage. According to the website Spooky Geology, in direct quote, The premise of the stone tape concept is that crystalline rock, bedrock, or building stone captured emotional energy from a traumatic event. The preferred rock type is said to be quartz, but limestone is mentioned nearly as frequently. The sound and visual representations of the event are recorded into the fabric of the rock media in a process similar to a magnetic tape recording of data. At a much later date, a person sensitive to this energy can receive the playback or the playback can be initiated by certain conditions. The recording slash playback sequence has long been used as an explanation for apparition sightings and hauntings, end quote. Is it possible that, given the old city hall's long-standing history and it being built with various types of stones, that these incidences have collided and are now producing some of the paranormal phenomena we heard today? One thing is for certain, whatever is going on, it sure provides a touch of weirdness to this beautiful and historical Toronto building. Today's midweek mini-spook would not be possible without the following resources. Thank you to Wikipedia for its pages on Toronto and for Old City Hall. Thank you to the Toronto Ghost website, a City News article titled Top 5 Haunted Buildings in Toronto, the Spooky Geology website, and the Haunted Walk website. If you've enjoyed today's Weird Distractions episode, please consider telling your friends, family, coworkers, or anyone else who will listen about the show. You can tell them to find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, and many more. If you're streaming the show on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review. This helps the show out for free by letting others know that it's worth listening to. Another way to support the show for free and 
To never miss an update is to follow along on the show's various social media accounts. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. My handle is at WeirdDistractI1 and TikTok. If you want to financially support the show and get yourself a little something extra each month, why not join one of the two tiers over on Patreon? Each month, you get exclusive content such as bonus episodes and series, the Weird Destinations travel posts, plus early access to the regular feed episodes. You can find out which tier is best suited for you by going to patreon.com slash podcast. Shout out to my current patrons, aka my weird little family members, Tom, Bailey, Angela, John, Alicia, Lynn, Susan, Shadow, Courtney, and Cheryl. I love you all and appreciate your ongoing support of Weird Distractions. If you're unable to support the show on a monthly basis, but still want to support it maybe as a one-time donation, check out the show's merch over on Redbubble or sign up for a one-time donation over on buy me a coffee. Lastly, I want to hear from you. As some longtime listeners may recall, Christy and I released two listener story-based episodes called Listener Distractions. I'd love to keep doing this series and hear all of your weird tales of ghostly encounters, unexplainable events, and too close to home true crime stories. You can email me your tales at weirddistractionspodcast at outlook.com. As well, send me feedback. If there are any corrections that need to be made after today's episode, let me know. And as always, if you need a distraction, I got you. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Have you been wanting to read more, but don't seem to have the time? Well, with Audible, you can read your books without having to find the extra time in your busy schedule. Stuck in traffic on your way home from work? Why not marathon the Harry Potter books? In the gym and want to learn about the First Lady? Well, you can listen to Becoming Michelle Obama while doing Leg Day. And if you go to audibletrial.com slash cultivate, you get a month free of Audible. That includes one credit that you can trade in for any audiobook of your choice, access to thousands of audiobooks free to listen to with your account, and best of all, you have access to all of your favorite podcasts in the app as well. So be sure to go to my link, audibletrial.com slash cultivate, that's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight, to sign up for a free month of Audible and start reading today. Thank you, Audible, for supporting the show.